Welcome to Take It Down a Notch with Rob and Lindsay Lee. All right. Look, it's so roomy in here. Without I know. That, without that okay, guy. Last week. Guy in our way. Yeah, gosh, that guy. Ugh. Um, Good last, riddance. Last week, the office was a mess. <laughs> and I think that because of the podcast and how like hard it was to podcast in here, Dad, like it was like the next day. And I was like, walked in here. I was like, whoa, it's organized. Um, and everything, like it's the clean, it's the cleanest it's been since you moved in here. Like since like two weeks after you moved in here. Yeah, well, it was... It was the taxes explosion that I yeah. had never recovered from. No so, one ever does. But can you think of any other reason besides that that they had to get cleaned up in here? Oh, we got our windows cleaned. The windows. Yeah, yeah, the windows. To get to the windows, that is yeah. true. The window thing is just, I think because I never saw it, it's like kind of over my head. My bed is still two feet away from my window. So is it really? I need you to help me with that. But yeah. I'm hoping I can get vacuum. We can, we can do that tonight. I know, but I want to vacuum. Or you can wait till next week. I don't well, want to do that. Okay, so two tonight. feet. <laughs> losing two feet of the apartment is like losing the whole apartment. Yeah. And like, yeah, I think even Henry has noticed. He's like, yeah. "This is where there's not room for me to lay down here. What is this?" <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay lives in what is one step up from a studio apartment. Yeah, it's 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 honestly, I'm not complaining. It's a great yeah. space. Especially since my landlord is, you know, to my left. So not yes. complaining. Great place. Great rent. <laughs> Great. Overall. Not a bad apartment. No, it, it really bad. no, it really is. I'm not a slumlord. And compared to everyone else who's lived in there, I feel great. You know, I don't have a baby and, you know, a wife or a husband that's living in there. I yes. don't have a Trevor that's like can you imagine living with a Trevor? Oh wait, I did for many years of my life and never <laughs> will go back there. Not um, in the same room though. No, no. Thankfully the only girl. I never had to share a room. The boys still talk about the time where they had to share a room. Yes. Uh, yeah, you're drinking your coffee there? Drinking my coffee. Jose, Jose coffee? <laughs> no. It's okay. It was it's, one of those days. It's Friday. It's it Friday. Is, it's got it's Friday. It's evening, and it's one of those days. It. Are we just going to dive right into it? I think it? we need, need to dive right into it because, guys, just as, this is just... Okay, is I day. told Dad after all of this happened, and we are kind of recapping... That God obviously was like, huh, they're doing the podcast a little earlier. I don't really know what they're going to talk about. Hmm. Let's just <laughs> spice up their days a little bit. Specifically, dads over there. Because um, literally, it was like 15 minutes after I was like, hmm, I wonder what dad and I will talk about tonight. <laughs> Boom. We've got stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this is your story. So you jump into it. So, I'll, I'll interrupt you. So usually, usually the podcast is Lindsay, blah, 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 blah. Me going, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what do you think? And then mostly just Lindsay going Not on. Not just the on. podcast, guys. That is his that's life. My life. Um. <laughs> that's my life. Today, you're going to get a little bit more Rob. Um, but Lindsay has no self-control and will try to she add will, in her own She will. She will. And she has. She's, she's integral in at least the first part of this story. I think story. we should go ahead and just jump in. I feel like we're like. We're just jumping in. <laughs> so today, today I had to go to Everett um, to meet with. Uh, a guy that was going to test the sprinkler system, the the fire sprinklers, which um, has been canceled how many times? Now? Yeah, it's been it's been a mess. I've which been is there kinda how those things a half but... dozen times. They've they've canceled. The people have been sick. They came and the wrong guys came. They didn't have the right tools. It's just been a disaster. So anyway, we finally have got the guy. He's supposed to be there at ten o'clock this morning. No problem. Not super easy or, or super early. 
easy to do, no stress. So I get up, make sure Trevor's got stuff to do. And I head out of here about nine o'clock, planning on being there at 930. And I go, ooh, I need to get gas. I'd like to go up to Costco to get gas, but I'm not sure how much gas I really have left in this tank. I better go to Fred Meyer's, which is pretty much the closest uh, gas station. And so I'm down bottom of the hill, and I'm at the light right before the gas station, about a block and a half away. And I'm sitting on a highway. On highway two. Highway two. I'm at stopped at a stoplight. And the light turns green. I give a little bit of gas to go, and there's no more gas to give. I'm like, my truck never dies. What is this? I'm like, oh, I ran out of gas. So I used to go start it. It starts. I'm like, oh, maybe I have enough. No. No way. And it's a big F-250. There's no pushing this out of the way. I'm stuck. So <laughs> feeling like an idiot because I am well old enough to know not to run out of gas, but I run out of gas. And so I think I left the house five minutes ago. Lindsay was there. Maybe. So I call her. Can I interject? Can this be the point where I tell my side of the story? Not yet. In a minute, because I know what you're going to say. I call. It goes right to voicemail. Yeah. I call again. Right to voicemail. I'm looking at it going, I know she's got to be there. And it's not like it rang and went to voicemail. It went right to voicemail. And then I get a message. Ha ha. Butt text. <laughs> or butt phone call. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> Okay, okay, can, now I, interject. can I interject? So as I'm, okay, vivid description, trigger warning, skip the next five seconds, squirting out my gums because I had a sesame bagel and still have holes in my mouth. So I'm leaned over the sink, you know, deep into this. I'm like, dad's calling. This is weird. He must, you know, whatever. I answer it. First call. Answered it. And all I hear is swish, 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 swish. No, it went to voicemail on my side. No, no, no. Okay, but on my side, it was me in your pocket. I don't know what happened. Maybe you butt dialed me right before. I don't know what was going on. But it was, y'all know, okay, <laughs> what a butt dial sounds like. It was complete butt dial, which dad does repeatedly. Yeah, there was I'm one bad. time where he called me 28 times in a row, and I texted him so many times being like, I have a life. I'm like, I'm going to block you because I have him on my favorite. So it goes through the do not disturb. So do not disturb does not work on dad. Yeah. Um, so anyways, um, so I immediately am like, okay, he's doing that repeated, like repeated butt dial thing that his phone likes to do where it just doesn't call you like once. No, it calls you over and over and over again. <laughs> And then, so I text him, and you said, but the call. No, I said, ha ha, booty call. Oh, booty call. That's right. <laughs> like multiple letters. And then he looks at it, and he doesn't respond, but he keeps calling. And, you know, a smart person would go, please call me or something like that. Or leave a voicemail. I don't know, something. But obviously, you know, he was. I'm on Highway 2, and traffic is backing up behind me. He was a little distracted. And he didn't answer. I was like, this is weird. I was like, maybe his phone's open. But if his phone is open, so he read my messenger text on Facebook, then he couldn't be butt dialing me at the same time. So I'm I'm also supposed to be leaving for work, like, (laughs) at that minute. And so I'm putting on my shoes. And I'm like, you know what? After, like, another six calls, I'm like, I'm just going to go and answer. And then immediately it's Lindsay. I'm like, okay. 
obviously I should have answered. Um, and then you're like, I need gas. <laughs> Anyways, you can take it from here. But that was my. Yes. Yeah, so I'm like, are you still home? I need gas. She's like, I'm outside. She gets me gas. And if to Lindsay's credit, she came to my rescue. No, oh, no sigh. No rolling her eyes, even though I couldn't see them. She jumped on it. Where's the gas can? I'm on my way. And well, because knowing me, I was going to grab like the wrong gas she, can because no, that has like 10 gas cans. Legitimate question. Absolutely. I was like, not, I don't know. No shade there. No shade. That's and a, I put, I like admiration. to say, I put a stanky gas can in the back of my car. No question. Yeah. No. Just she threw was, it in the back she of my was car. On it and she was there super fast. I was there. Well, I was already leaving the house. So yeah. I, there she was, was in was the driveway when, when she called me. It's all good. And. While I'm talking to her, I see the this, this sheriff drive by the other direction. So I'm like, he's coming to see me. So, and he did. He came by and uh, put on his lights to let everybody know. Now, even though he's behind me with the lights on, I don't know if he had the little arrow flashers going on or whatever. He, had, people... the, he had the orange and the blue going across the traffic lens. However, later on in the story, I'll tell you, he turned off his lights. Did he? Well, which people, was, I was like, what are you doing? People repeatedly, like, kept pulling up behind him like okay whatever but while i was waiting for him to come i kept directing people out anyway she comes she gets me i call i can see her i said just go to the gas station i will run across the street get the gas fill it up run well, it because there's another awful gas station which i don't understand why people get gas from there because it's like 30 30 cents a gallon more expensive than if you just go to fred meyers which is like 100 yards away but like it's on the closer, it's closer to Highway 2 by like that one block. Like it's very, it well, doesn't make people, sense when you're in a car. It's a 76 gas station. Some people like 76. That's just some weird. Some people have accounts I, I don't really understand you. I know. I just don't understand you. I don't, I'm at that point. I read this Proverbs this morning um, <laughs> that was like fools are stubborn in their opinion and won't listen to others. That is, I know I'm not supposed to like do that and be a fool, but today I'll be the fool. I don't understand 76. Yeah. Or I mean, I can kind of understand like, if, I don't know. Me, I'm cheap. Whatever the cheapest thing is, <laughs> this whole like, okay, sorry, Lindsay rant. This whole like premium gas thing, it's a scam. It's an absolute <laughs> scam. <laughs> just Papa Paul is like dying. He's just like, oh my gosh, no. I've never taught my granddaughter anything. But no, it's a total scam. It's just more expensive. I don't, I don't buy premium brands on anything. Why would I buy it for my car? You know, I don't have a premium if you, car. If you had, I don't know. If you had a car that was like a little more performance than I, I know your I know your, your focus is a, is a hot rod. It, it is. It is. It's a hot you know? rod because um, it has so many bumps on it. It's like a co totally unique car. But if you had something that was a little more higher performance, it would not run properly on the cheap gas. I so can kind of understand gas. like there's like. <laughs> uh, from my girly point of, point of view like there's like really cheap you know drugstore moisturizers and then you have like drunk elephant you know and so like okay. that is a name of a very famous skin brand but it's like the most expensive thing in the world anyways yeah. um i guess i could kind of understand that but i don't understand not getting like the cheapest gas like yeah. the cheapest gas station i can i hear you out on the yeah. premium gas I refuse well, I to understand. I, I do not buy premium gas either. I, all of our vehicles run on the inexpensive gas. Mm -hmm. They're they're normally tuned engines. They work fine on the regular gas. But there is Good. a reason. 
just not for us. Yeah, no, I, I and I, I can kind of understand that. Yeah. Um, as long as you have the money, but like, don't buy a car like that. Like, if you can't afford it, anyways. Right. Um, anywho, yeah, okay. I don't understand seventy six, but so but at that point we needed seventy six because it was a hundred yards closer. Yeah. So yeah. I drove a little, there a little closer, and I could just run across. You didn't have to come back across. Yeah. All that stuff, easy peasy. And being that that gas is thirty cents more a gallon than the Fred Meyer's gas, that's a hundred yards away. It's one uh, second. One second. We're podcasting. Can we leave that in? <laughs> yeah, we might leave that in. So it's a little bit closer, and being that's thirty cents more a gallon, it's a lot less busy. So I. Gave me the gas can. Yeah, I put you know those like gas. parking spot savers. That's what Dad was doing in front of a gas thing. <laughs> and, I was, and you know what I was doing when I drove up. I was like, I don't know how to get in here. I need to make sure. Like, there's a thought through my head. I was like, Oh, okay. I need to drive on this one because this is the one that has like my <laughs> gas cap on that side. I was like, Wait a second. Wait a second. No, no, no. I thought about having it all paid for and ready with the spat out, <laughs> but I wasn't sure you'd be able to find me. So I'm like, I'm gonna stand up tall where I can wave my hands. Yeah, he's like waving his hands as if. There's like a hundred people and I'm like, yeah, dad, I see you. But yours was harder to get to. So I did a closer. Yeah. One. So Anyways. anyway, three gallons of gas, got it in there. Take it, run back across the state. The sheriff is still waiting there for me. I come back in. But at that point, when dad is running across the street, that is the point that he turned off his lights. Cause I was at the light and I was like, oh my gosh, why is the police officer? Cause that's when tons of people were pulling up behind the police officer uh, and the whole lane was, and luckily. So he didn't have the point, lights on in the front of his car ever. No, no. But and like on the top of his car, yeah. when I drove up, he had the lights on. Yeah. He had the lights as when I was going around, I kind of assumed that he was like, I'm going to turn off the lights So people go behind me yeah. because this guy should be go. able to get the gas. Yeah. And then the green light, cause it's a big intersection. So the yeah. lights take a while. So I was kind of thinking that's what he was trying to do, but I was sitting there being but like, little uh -oh. did he know, Oh, yeah. It gets worse, guys. So, anyway, three gallons of gas, and you know how slow, out of the little plastic gas can, how slow it goes in. It seems like it's like an hour for me to put two gallons of gas in the truck. I'm sure it was only like a minute, but it seemed like forever. Finally, I'm like, that's enough. I'm done. I'm going. And I put the gas can on top of the truck, on top of the, the bed cover, jump in, turn the key. Absolutely nothing happens. I'm like... It's because you got 76 gas. It's because I left the lights on, the radio on, the flashers on, the radio... I already said radio. The windshield wipers. Everything's going. Doors are open. Oh, yeah, guys. To add like on top of this, hour. it's raining. It's oh, not, it's pouring it's, down It's rain. pouring down rain. Yeah, it's, it's raining. It's just bad. Luckily, it wasn't super cold or super windy, no. at least from what I but just, felt. But just super it was wet. it was pouring. It was the wet. sheriff never got out of his car. No, 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 no. <laughs> just sat there like you got this handled, dude. You're all right. I think if Let it was like if it was me and I had like a few tears, you yeah, know, mixed with the rain, he would have gotten out for me. But no. no, not for dad. No, he's like you're old enough to know better. Take care of this, <laughs> would you? So, so I go, I come back. I'm like. So the battery's dead. He's like, what? <laughs> How old of a truck is that? It's a 2012. I've never had troubles with this. Just today. He's like, well, I can call you a tow truck. I'm like, yeah, you can. And that'll take forever. Um, or what do you think about just give me a push right out of this intersection? We'll just go on. He's like, I can do that. Yeah, he gave him. I 
when I heard about this, I thought like they together pushed it. I was like, wow, that's a strong police officer because that's a big car. Because um, on live on patrol, we've seen <laughs> um, a lot of police officers like pu- push cars for a long time. Yeah, and we're always like, why is there no one else helping? You know, because like, but they're always like tiny cars. I've never seen it with like a truck. I didn't think. That dad would go, oh, let me just take off the trailer and you can just push me. You know, the the cop car was able to push him because it's like a cop car, you know, and it has like the thingy in the front for like ramming people. Okay, he was <laughs> able to push him out of the intersection and to like to a parking lot because luckily there's like an auto zone right there. Yeah. So it's just into that parking lot. So a lot of people work on their cars there anyways. It was fine. But like. How cool is that? <laughs> I want. I wish I was there. I would have jumped in the car and be like, "Yeah, let's go for a ride." I would have asked the police officer, "Can I drive? I'd love to push my dad out of this intersection. Can I? Can I? You can sit in the passenger seat." <laughs> oh, it's just a great picture in my head. So while I'm waiting for the light to change again, and the cop has now pushed me up to the be the first spot in the deal, and we're I'm also looking to go. Hopefully, they're gonna let me go because it's. A, Two lanes turn left, and I'm on the inside lane, and now I want to be on the outside lane because that's the cl- easiest parking lot to get into. Okay, guys, it's a spectacle here, though, because, it, like, it's a giant white Ford F-150, right? I did that right. Yeah. And a police officer <laughs> pushing him through an intersection. Like, it's almost... In, in one of those small SUV. Yeah, uh, in one of those little SUVs. Cars. So it's a spectacle. Yeah, so I luckily, was not here, luckily when they saw us going and the lights are going, I, he did turn on all the lights at that point. There's blue lights and red lights. Everything are flashing. Everybody did stay behind him, and we were able to take it wide, go in, get into there. And while we're waiting for the light, I call Lindsay again. <laughs> like, so where are you at? <laughs> How far away are you? <laughs> Can you come back and give me a jump? <laughs> so she did. She okay, and so this is where I was at. I was at a client's house who luckily is an amazing client. Absolutely love her. Um, And I had just gotten there. I had already texted her saying, hey, I'm going to run late. My dad needs help with this car. Um, He's having car trouble or something like that. And she's already like, oh, yeah, totally. No problem. I'll see you when you get here. Let me know. You know, all that kind of stuff. Um, And so I just text her. I'll be there soon. I got there almost like right on time actually when I was supposed to be there, maybe like five or 10 minutes after. And then I got a call from dad right as I was opening up my back car door (laughs) to get out my supplies. And I was like, oh, I'm sure he's just saying like, I'm on my way. I got more gas. Everything's good. No, he's like, no, my battery's out. I need you to, luckily he's in like a good mood about this. I could tell he's being positive. Well, at least I was out of the street. Yeah. So at least I'm out of the street. You know, and I'm at an auto parts store. So worst case scenario, she goes, no, you get one. I, I have one dad save a month and you <laughs> used it. Right at the beginning of the, the month. The dad out of the dad out of Hawk card has been played. We're out. We're done. Nah. I could go. T- I could go buy a battery or they could jumpstart me or whatever. There, right. There's another way if I had to. At least I'm not in the middle of the intersection. Anymore. Yeah. And you're not in like an area where there's no people or anything. Yeah. Um, so, and you're like a big burly man, so all the homeless crackheads that live right around yeah. the auto parts store for some reason, no, you would be fine. It's, it's but a, I, I have no fear in Monroe. But no, so I go ahead. I walked into my client's house and just laughing, and I'm like, "Hey, so I'm here, but I have to go like right now because my dad needs to me to jumpstart him because he also had his battery die." And she just kind of laughed, and we're like, "Wow!" <laughs> and then we I, like quickly was like, "Yeah, there's like all these things," and then I like run out 
jump in my car and drive back over there. Luckily, this client was not far out of Monroe. Yeah. Was very, like, almost smack foot down, down yeah, in the middle. It would have been, been bad. All good. Um, so, yeah, I was able to go over there. Yeah. So, and it, it jump started right away. No problem. You know, All sometimes good. you have to wait for 10 minutes for everything to charge up. No, it jumped right away, started right up, went and got gas. Don't tell anybody I left the car running while I got gas. But, <gasps> yeah. No. And the and the guy you can do that. It's illegal. You can get fined big time. So I wouldn't do that. I thought about it, but I wouldn't do that because that's illegal. No, you never. But if Hypothetically, but if, if you, I, <laughs> if I would have shut it off, maybe it wouldn't have started because it only been running for like three minutes. But I only had a maybe a gallon and a half to two gallons of gas in there. So and you drive like thirty far. minutes away. Yes, I have so. to go to Everett. Anyway, so I go, I get gas, go to Everett. I'm only. Nine minutes late from my appointment. And I figured, well, this will guarantee the sprinkler guy will been there 20 minutes early. No, he's not there. So I get there. All is good with the world. The sprinkler guy's not there. I'm there early. I get a chance to chit-chat with the with the, the, the building uh, manager. Um, Do you tell him about the podcast? I don't know. if I did not tell him about the podcast. I should have. I haven't told any of my clients about the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little nervous about it. And so we're, we chit-chat away, and I, I I go and check on some stuff, and the guy shows up, and we do the – everything's going very smoothly with the inspection. And we have one sprinkler head that has to be replaced because it's got a, you know, it's got a time limit on it. And it's almost due, and it's time – and then some other ones are going to have to be replaced. So to get it on sequence, we're going to replace this. And – but he has to figure out how long the sprinkler stem is that goes into the wall. And so he's got a fancy little rod. He goes in, checks it, because I think it's seven and a half inches. So, well, if that's what it is, then that's what it is. We're good to go. But everything has gone wrong on the sprinkler deal. So are you sure? Well, let me measure it from the other side. He gets nine inches. I said, we can cut the back. We can cut a little hole in the back so we can make absolutely sure. He's like looking, he goes, well, it's plastic. That's not good. He goes, it's probably going to, it's probably going to break anyway when we do it. So we, we should probably just go ahead and just get that all cut out. It's ready to go. So we go and cut it out. Luckily, I gave him the saw to cut it out. I did not cut it out myself. He nicks the pipe with the saw. Water everywhere. Not everywhere, but it's, it's squirting now out of the wall. He's like, oh, my gosh. He goes, this is how my week has gone. I'm like, I'm so sorry. This is how my day has gone. <laughs> Two people with very bad luck <laughs> come together <laughs> and unite, unite. <laughs> over sprinklers. So he's like, oh, my gosh. He goes, I'm like, is this a today fix? Or is this a you have to come back and fix? He goes, no, I can fix this. He goes, but. I don't know how long this glue needs to dry before we can turn it back on. Maybe hours. So, well, if it is, I can come back and do it. And you can go if you if if I can do this. You if if it's okay for you, let me just turn it on and then call and take it off a test. I'm fine with that. I can go do some stuff and come back. So we we go ahead and he starts the repair and he calls to get the official. And this glue only takes a half hour to dry, so it's not so bad. So we go, and we're sitting, waiting to see if everything works. 
Watching glue dry, guys. Watching glue dry. Literally watching the glue dry with the timer going because we can't start it up. We can't put pressure on it for at least a half hour. And I'm like, well, I could put away the tools, but maybe that's a bad idea. He goes, don't you touch those tools. And I kind of laugh a little bit because that's bad luck. Don't touch the tools because you put the tools away. It won't work. And so we're like, we absolutely stand back and we do not touch the tools for a half hour until it dries. And it dries and we pressurize it up. The sprinkler head that he had to take off to do the repair, put the sprinkler head back on. The old one that still has to be replaced because we have to order it. It leaks a little bit, so he has to turn it, gets it all. Everything's good. Finally, six hours later, five hours later, he's like, I can go. I clean up all the mess the drywall mess and get everything cleaned up by cleanup he means a handyman cleanup believe me guys i have had to clean up after his <laughs> handyman cleanups it is not not nice it's handyman clean there handyman yes. clean so it's it's all cleaned up i grab all my tools i tell the 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 building manager all right you have a happy cinco de mayo great weekend i will see you later and i take my arms full of tools and extension cords and everything truck my way out to the, the truck that now has at least some gas in it, go in, put all the tools away, sit down in the driver's seat and go, where are my keys? I don't have my keys. I have my work keys. I don't have my truck keys. Hmm. Oh, that's right. We got here. I got here. I sat on her couch. We chit-chatted. I left her on a little coffee table in the office. That must be where they're at. So I... Don't even grab my work keys. They're locked in my truck because I, I can get in and out of my truck without keys. Leave my, my work keys in there. Go back into the building. Go into our office. Look at the coffee table. No keys. I said, did you see some keys here? No, I didn't see any keys. I go all in the cushions of the couch thinking maybe I fell out of my pocket. No. No keys. So... Now, I have a truck key, which is about a hundred dollar truck key. That's okay, but I have which again, another Lindsay rant. The fact that car keys and <laughs> keys overall just cost so much. Oh my gosh, I want to do one of those like videos or podcasts where Lindsay goes through and like things that cost so much that Lindsay didn't realize as a child cost so much. For example, <laughs> trash cans. Trash cans are really expensive. It's a scam. Another example, car keys. Um, no, thank you. Why does it cost so much? It shouldn't cost so much. My car costs so much. I don't need a car key. Um, anyways, continue with your story. <laughs> so, so I'm like, hmm, well, now I, my keys are very important and I have on that ring right now, I really only have one key on there that is really, really important. And, uh, that key opens a lot of things and it's on that ring. And I know it's on that ring because I saw it on that ring on the way in there thinking, hmm, I didn't know I had that key. I thought Trevor had that key. So I have that key. It's probably good you have it, not Trevor. Let's be real. Well, not today. Not it today, but like. If Trevor had it. <laughs> That's true, but still. like. So the rest of the key. Love you, Trevor. If it would have been. So it's pouring down rain. We're talking buckets of rain. And I out to the truck. I look all around. Now I have the AirTag from Apple on that key ring. And I have a, a tile tracker on the because I have both on both of my very important sets of keys. 
I have both trackers because we're going to make double sure I know where those keys are at all times, right? So I pull up the deal, and it says that it's at the college. So that's good. And I go around, and it says it hadn't seen it for like seven, ten minutes, something like that. Okay. And I wander around. Oh, there it is. It's close. But it won't contact the keys. It won't make a beep. It won't give me the little arrow to point me to it. And I go around, and I went around to all the places in the building. This is a five-story building. So I go to the stop story. I go all the rooms and everything that I've been in, check everything. I got nothing. It keeps telling me that it's at Starbucks across the street, which I went to Starbucks while I was Starbucks, there. Starbucks, not Strawbucks. Starbucks. Starbucks. The coffee house. So I went over there. <laughs> coffee Mecca? Starbucks. Starbucks. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> the look I just got. So I go over there. I said, you didn't find any keys over here, did you? No. And it's saying it's on the corner of the, the street where the Starbucks is at. Definitely a crackhead. There's lots of crackheads around there. I'm thinking, a crackhead has my keys. There's another story with my iPad and a crackhead. Oh, we have to tell that story (laughs) later after this one. Can we tell that story on this podcast? Okay, okay, guys. You have to say till the end. So I'm thinking, maybe a crackhead has my keys. But they're they're ping. They're like, it would go, and it would say, I have your keys now. And I would try to make them ring or do the little thing to point me to them. No, it says I don't have contact with the keys. I can't do that. Back and forth. I'm in the building. I'm out. I'm in my truck. I'm all over the place. I am soaking wet. I have shoes that are waterproof. They are completely wet. I've been out in the rain so long. I go to, there's another building that I was not at, but that's where the offices are for, for the college that does the building work. And at some point it says it's close to that. And I go into that building. I said, hey, you have Somebody's turned in some keys. Maybe they were dropped on the street. Somebody took them in there. No, we don't know. No keys. We don't know anything about the keys. Okay, back, back. Two hours later. I'm not kidding you. Two hours of walking around looking for keys. I go back to the Starbucks. I had bought some food at the Starbucks because I hadn't eaten all day, and it's now like 2 o'clock, so I've had a quick bite to eat there. I went through all the Starbucks garbage and found my packages. Because I was thinking, maybe I whapped them all up. Did you tell them you were going to look in the trash? No, they gave me they gave me little pinchers so I could look in the trash and not touch it. Okay. That doesn't really work. No. So I'm just digging. I'm just in there digging around <laughs> like a groundhog. I'm yeah. sure they've seen weirder things. Just going to look <laughs> but like, I felt like, that. Wow, the homeless guy is really, uh, really dressing well today. <laughs> yeah, I'm just digging in the trash. I did not hear this round of oh, story. Oh, this I, is I'm funny. in there. They're like, oh, I'm dad. so sorry. You know, they're like, oh, I wish I could help you. I'm like, oh, not much you can do. But they're like, you sure they're here? I said, like, look, you can see them on the map. Finally, I go back over to the to the other building, and they let Wait, me. Wait, when I called you, were you in the Starbucks? No. Oh, okay. No, I was Darn. out on the street. So. Yeah, Lindsay calls me and goes, hey, you want a podcast tonight? I'm like, maybe. I may still be looking for keys at midnight. I don't know. Which I thought he was at the house. He was. It sounds like he was very far away, like speaking through water, and he was very stressed. And yeah, not I really was speaking finishing... through water because I was in the great <laughs> flood. <laughs> but he was like, 
He was also very stressed, so he was only saying like partial sentences. I get. And I get. Really Trevor sh- is the only one who can read his mind, um, in the whole family, not even mom. And I'm not Trevor, so I was struggling. And I was like, "Okay, Dad, good luck, love you, bye bye." And the, the more stress I get, the less words I need to use. Yeah, it so, was like blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah, no, it didn't. So work. I finally I go back over to this other building. It's called Cedar Hall. I go back in the Cedar Hall building, and. All of a sudden, it goes, your keys are here. And the arrow on the iPhone lights up. It goes, you are one half foot away, six inches away from your keys. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm in a big room. Like, How could that be? I'm like turning around, and the arrow keeps like spinning around, and it's basically pointing at me. And I'm like, oh, that's my work keys that I had the whole time. I've switched now from looking for my truck keys to and every the the manager's there all looking at me, and I'm like, I found them. No, I'm an idiot. I'm just a complete idiot. No, those aren't my keys. So I switch back to the keys I'm looking for, and boom, it says they're here. Now, it doesn't give me the arrow, but it says you're close, and I can push the button that makes them make noise. And so they make like a little – now, the AirTag, wonderful unit. Please, Apple, give me some volume. We need some shrieking <laughs> – Split your ear volume on Actually, no, because Dad likes to turn it on during dinner six times. No, that's the um, tile. Every that's family – oh, is that the tile? That's the tile. The tile sings. The tile does sing. That's it is nice quite little, loud. nice little dance. Well, it's nice. Well, dancey dance. The, the air tag is like a little cricket. Yeah, it, it, it's a weird because it also does it when you pick it up. And you know how it is with a cricket when you when it chirps? You're like, we'll be someplace like in a barn or someplace in the living room or even in your house. You'll have like a little cricket chirp, chirp. And you're like, where in the world is that coming from? And no matter where you go, it seems like it's not right. right there. Yeah. So anyway, it's making this little chirping noise, and they hear it. And they're like, oh, we hear it. But we can't tell where it's coming from. So we go to another office, and no, it's not in there. And so we go back to the other guy's office, and it's a little louder. And we're looking around. We're looking all the corners. The guy's like underneath his desk looking can hear it where where it's sweet for them all to get as involved i mean i would be too we're all like searching around he's he's on his hands and knees looking around he's like wait a minute he gets it stands up he reaches in his pocket pulls out a huge wad of keys (laughs) and goes i have your keys (laughs) it was like a magic trick (laughs) i have your keys (laughs) like like, like he's like he's looking at me like, how did you get your keys into my pocket? <laughs> so what I, pickpocketing <laughs> reverse is this? So I had when I had put them where I had thought I'd put them originally. I had put them. He had come in right after me. That's why I left was because he was coming in, and I think he put his keys right next to my keys on this little coffee table, and then when he left. He scooped up all the keys, threw them in his pocket, and then he went to Starbucks and then went to Cedar Hall. And somehow it got stuck at the Starbucks. We'll just hit that. It got stuck at the Starbucks. So (laughs) finally, after two hours, I'm absolutely soaking wet. I get my keys. I'm elated that I found my keys because it it would be a tough night for me all night looking at the little dot. Which would have probably went to his house. That would have been really good. Like, oh great, now some crackhead <laughs> wherever he lives has them. 
But uh, and then he probably who would have found him tonight when he emptied out his pockets. And yeah. What the heck? Why? Why do I have two sets of keys? Yeah. But anyway, so I got my keys back. Or maybe he has an apple, and then it's like giving him the whole "you have an air tag following yeah. you." I had that. I think that the clients I was at that day had an air tag. Yeah. But I asked them, and I was like, "Do you have an air tag?" And they're like, "I don't." think so but maybe i was like i keep getting notifications of air tags following me i don't know why one would be <laughs> and i look and it has me going like all around the house like on the little map <laughs> like it's on me and i was freaking out and i was like okay i'm just gonna tell it because it wouldn't tell me the owner any information no. about the air tag um which i thought it was supposed to you it know that you, you could the serial number and stuff that you can oh, call does it? okay yeah so anyways um i was like oh my gosh starting to freak out because everyone's talking about how dangerous air tags are at all um and then i like left and it was no longer there it was not a problem so yeah. i was like ah, i think it's just at the house and my phone was going around with me in my pocket and yeah anyways yeah so got the keys got the, got the air tag got the keys everything is all good with rob Came back, went and worked out for a little bit, made some taco Which, meat. Which, bravo to you for going and going and working out right away and not giving up on your workout because you knew you, you're going away for the next few days. Got a little and then encouragement from my daughter. She said, you should go work out. Well, you never, you'll never regret a workout. As I'm laying down, just woken up from a nap and <laughs> laying down in, the bed, in my bed. Yeah. And then uh, I get yeah. while I'm working out because I'm like totally lost. My day is just shot. I was supposed this was supposed to be a three hour venture to Everett. It turned into an all day venture. Go and work out, and then I get a notification. Call your dad at five thirty when I'm supposed to call him at five. So, but he Whoops. was very understanding. Texted him. We got our phone call done late. We got our talk. Got the touch base. And um, I was really worried with Dad's bad luck that he would break a toe or something at the gym. <laughs> and you seem. Everything went Bull. fine at the Bull. gym so far, anyway. Yeah. Who knows if I can get up tomorrow. But we'll see. Tomorrow's a new day. We're going to have a fresh day. It's going to be a good day tomorrow. tomorrow. What are you doing tomorrow? Tomorrow, I am flying to Las Vegas. So the good luck better stay here. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're not going <laughs> Or gambling. bad luck. The bad luck better stay here. We're not gambling here. in Vegas, but we're going to go to Vegas. No, I'm talking about the flight. <laughs> yes. And uh, going to Vegas and Bryce Canyon. So we're going to go hiking Bryce Canyon. You're going to go hiking? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess you do. I normally go hiking. Yeah, like day hikes. Yeah. So we're going to Nevada, or uh, going to Utah. Ooh, I wanted to visit Utah more after yeah. going there for a little bit with Grandma Grace. I was like, ooh, I could see coming back here. Yeah, this we're is going really up pretty. in kind of that same area. By yeah, Georgia, I was going to say, I was like, I feel like I recognize the thing yeah. you're talking about. So we're going up in that area. We're going to spend a couple of days um, doing some hiking and cool some, some stuff there. So The drive over is really pretty. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. So if the I'm assuming it'll be kind of the same drive. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. really pretty. Yeah, it should be. It's the same same route. So. Yeah. But yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna do that. Nice. It'll be fun. I'm jealous. Yeah. I kind of thought about looking at my um, Alaska points to see <laughs> how close I am to having enough points. Oh, she would have loved it if you could have come. Not not your weekend, but like maybe another weekend. Uh -huh. But I'm like, no, I should probably save my points because I'm gonna see her a few times this. Yeah. summer which is a huge treat so yeah but there is a there's a small chance spontaneous trip may happen this summer i could mm -hmm. definitely see that happening would love that. but don't i don't know hi grandma grace if you're listening to this <laughs> but don't mention it to her i don't want your hopes up but i would have to plan it out with her and everything but i thought about it a few times yeah like maybe a solo trip would be a good idea that would be fun but we'll see we'll see busy summer ahead so yes so speaking of the the busy summer 
Hugo is, is safely ensconced in the motherland, France. Hmm. Hmm. Lindsay's very excited about it. Glad he's gone. Hmm. Lindsay is stiff up her lip. She's doing a very good job. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> She's been doing very good. She's been working hard, trying to focus on other things. Yeah, but, I'm, uh, I'm good if I'm working. I'm not good if I'm not working. So it hasn't so. been. It hasn't actually been very long since our last podcast. You no, it really hasn't. Done anything? No, I've not have done anything wedding. for the wedding. Our wedding coordinator has reached out to me, and I've ignored the email. Sorry, Carly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she just wanted to check in, and I have a probably a long email. I want to make sure I can get all my thoughts and into that email. So I'm trying to get myself together kind of get everything on track i always feel when hugo leaves that i need to like reset everything a lot of times and like for like the past two weeks we were kind of doing bare minimum cleaning and like all that just so we can spend the max time together and that hugo could be really productive while i'm at work and stuff and on other like wedding stuff and so we like the apartment was really bad and my closet um is already a little disorganized because it has so much in it and I've just been, like, throwing things in there. So, like, you open it up and things start falling a little bit. Anyways, so I'm trying to, like, reset everything else. And then I'm hoping to get back on track for wedding stuff. And um, I think I'm, I've am i scheduled a meeting with my caterer. Oh, big news. And then big news. Big news. I'm very – it's not really that big of news. But I am so excited. Like, I am ecstatic. I'm so excited about this. Okay, hmm. so I'm going to talk about work for here for a little bit. Client hour for today love her to death she's so great we it feels like we're like besties whenever we work because we like talk and we go through this we catch up on life like she's very involved in hugo and i's relationship like she hears all about it she she was one of the only people people i told that i was like i think i'm getting engaged like this weekend um she was one of the only people i had told that i had the suspicion because the way hugo was acting um and so she was one of the first people to know which is weird because she's a client but Anyways, she's a, her and her husband are right to the wedding. Um, and anyways, so love her. She's great. Uh, a few weeks ago, I asked her if I could borrow a few, because she ho- used to host a lot of parties, still kind of hosts a lot of parties, a few of those like trays for the tea party. Because um, she's mentioned before, she's like, if you want to borrow anything. But she has like really nice a- either antique stuff or just really expensive things. Um, and so I felt bad for asking, but my mom really wanted, we're doing like a tea party for the bridal shower, right? And, um, which is coming up. And, um, she, I, I, I asked her, I was like, can we borrow a few things for the tea party? Um, and she was totally gung ho about it and which is great. So mom doesn't have to buy anything new Nice for the, um, bridal shower. Yay me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yay for the pantry because we don't have any more room in there no. for more entertaining stuff. Anyway, so that was really nice of her. And then today she shows up or I show up and we're talking about stuff and she wants an update about the wedding. and We're talking and then she just kind of starts talking about me borrowing charcuterie boards out of nowhere because we were talking about charcuterie boards as if we had already talked about because we only see each other like once a month, maybe every two or three weeks. Um, if not just once a month. And so it had been a while since we talked and she, I think that she had thought that I asked her to borrow charcuterie boards and I hadn't really at the time, but then I was like, are you sure? Cause she has like some handmade wood ones oh, wow. and she has like one big circle one that we can use for the table. Cause we need about 20 charcuterie boards. But she also recently bought, this is what I'm so excited about, guys. She recently bought 
a full slab of marble that is polished and everything that is about like 24, maybe bigger, maybe like 30 inches. Wow. Kind of a rectangle shape. Beautiful, beautiful marble. And today she told me that I could totally use it. Wow. I am so excited. And so I've decided it's going to, and I haven't talked to Hugo about this um, yet because um, I was working and he's asleep now and all that. Time, time difference is difficult. But um, I'm so excited because I have an idea of that being like, because um, we're going to have a big wedding party table of rectangular tables all together. And that big um, slab of marble being like right in front of Hugo and I. And like having like a big thing of food and then having um, th- um, probably like smaller, like long boards because mm-hmm. she has a few of those. Having those in front of the rest of the wedding party, like going down the table nice. with she also has two small, like lazy Susan type circle circles. that I think will go in between two that are also marble. Oh, and this is like real marble like this is I, I remember she t- her telling me this is like multi hundred dollar. Hmm. Um, board that she has gotten for parties because she loves marble. She thought about it for months. I remember her first telling me when she saw it. I think it was like between like three to five hundred dollars. Oh my gosh! And I asked her multiple times. I was like, "Are you one thousand percent sure that you're okay with us using this?" I was like, "We'll just put it on the table. We'll have to." I have I haven't even talked to my caterer about this yet. <laughs> so, anyways, um, not really a big wedding update. We haven't gotten lots of things done. I'm just trying to start diving back into it. We need to finalize the guest list um, for and like make sure we have everybody's invitations and every or addresses so we can send out invitations at the end of the month. Finish up invitations. The shift is going to be kind of towards more of the detail stuff, tying up loose ends, um, making sure, you know, for setup and takedown, everybody has jobs. Everybody knows what they're doing, confirming with people they can help. Those are kind of my goals this month, as well as um, at the beginning of next month, we have my bridal shower and then a little after party that's basically my bachelorette. So that's a big night, too, or day, too, that um, we have lots of prep for and stuff. So yeah. that's going to be kind of my focus this month. Nice. Um, Hugo's parents saw the invitations, and they love them. Oh, good. So we have their stamp of approval. Those invitations will be going out soon. Nice. And um, I think that they are um, – because we're doing a second wedding – um, in France, and there is a slight miscommunication to his parents. His parents thought that we were going to be celebrating our wedding next summer in France. Oh. Um, which I don't want to do at all, mm-hmm. uh, because I just don't know where <coughs> we're going to be at next year, right. um, country-wise, but also, like, I don't know if I really want to, like, celebrate and, like, be, like, the center of attention and do, like, wedding stuff. I don't think I'm really going to be in, like, the bridal mindset that I'm going to be yeah. this summer and like well, and kind everything. of the one year is the end of newlyweds. Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm all for celebrating. Yeah. Um, and I want to celebrate our anniversaries of course, but I think I'd want to do that with more of Hugo. Yeah. Um, and I feel like if we put it off to the summer, it's just going to kind of prolong things. It's going to be something kind of hold over my head to be like, Oh, we need to plan this. We need to get this done. We need to do this. We need to do that. And I'm going to be kind of done with wedding planning for the moment, at least for me. And so I just really don't like the idea of doing that. Um, But they totally um, understand and um, have switched gears. So um, I think that's why we hadn't done much planning for that is I think that miscommunication. That makes sense. That kind of explains why they. Yeah. And it's not it's not going to be a huge thing, but I do want it to be 
kind of have the same, I guess, not respect, but the same respect, the same effort um, put into it by Hugo and I than our wedding. Right. Um, it's definitely not going to be as big. We're not, we can't financially put a lot into it, but like mental effort, I want to be the same. I want it to feel like a second. Are you going to do again? No, I think we're just going to do a reception. Yeah, and it's going to be probably, I would assume, about 30, maybe 40 people, but I kind of doubt yeah. there'll be more than that, which is great. It's I, I love that. But um, Hugo has his mind really stuck on it being outside, and I think that's where they got the summer thing from. Mm-hmm. Um, we're probably, we want it to be in the first weekend of October, and I'm trying to kind of transition him from doing something outside. So we're even looking at maybe renting a small room or something. Okay. Um, I'm in a we're going to do a call soon and I might look at a few Airbnbs and contact a few people to see if we can do that. Um, cause I think that would be nice and maybe it could be like a fun weekend where like we all go somewhere, you know, like, um, Hugo's family and I, um, we all go somewhere and stay at like a vacation house and then invite people over. And honestly with their weather there, there's a chance that, um, the weather is decent. Um, maybe like sixties and sunny, you know, um, kind of like our weather here, so it can right. happen. You know, it's a possibility, <laughs> but let's not plan 100% on it. So right. that's update on wedding stuff. Oh, nice. So the Hugo is all safe and sound. Good. He's coming back in 81 days. 81 days. I want to say. No time at all. No, it'll go by super quick. And I want to, well, I'm trying to encourage us both to really enjoy and take our time in this yeah. little bi- little chapter um, because this is going to be the last time we're single, yeah. you know, and, um, it's also going to be the last time we're both living at our homes, like with our families and we have a big move and everything's going to be go, go, go. And, yeah. um, I really want to enjoy and like immerse myself more, um, in the church community and stuff. Um, n- not more exactly, but just really, I don't want to speed through that. Right. Um, enjoy it. I really, I just, yeah, yeah. I really want to enjoy it and get a lot of time with my friends and, um, not rush through the planning process and really enjoy it mm-hmm. um, because this is the only time I'll be planning my wedding, you know, um, so all that kind of things. I'll be planning other people's weddings, hopefully, but yeah, yeah so okay. that's all. All right. Well, do we want to do the crackhead iPad story real quick and then wrap it up? Oh, yeah. I forgot we were going to do that. Yeah. It's getting long. Is it? Is it getting too long? Do we want to tell it next week? Next week. I think so. Do we want to do it next week? We'll do it next week. Okay, guys. Tune in next week. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Crackhead iPad story next week. What could it be about? (laughs) It's a good story. Edge of your seats. This is a good story. And Dad tells it really well. So, all right. Well, thanks for hanging in there with us. Um, Even if you didn't get the crackhead story. I know you you guys were all waiting for it. If you didn't get the crackhead story, if you stuck until the end for the crackhead story and now you don't get it, sorry. And, uh. But uh, check us out on the on the Facebook group. Take yeah. it down a notch. And there's a, chance there's a chance there's going to be a special guest on our next episode. Yeah. Are know. you going to tell the crackhead story with your special guest? No, I, we might save that. Uh, we'll see if 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 that works out. We we may save that. We'll for, uh, save that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's maybe in the future <laughs> at some yeah. point. We may we may do a we may do a without. Lindsay, take it down a notch. <gasps> there is. We can possibly <gasps> make that happen. 
I'll call you guys in the middle of the podcast. You guys can help me out. (laughs) Anyways, we will see you next week. Thank you for joining us. Mm